Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Bone Robot Games podcast. I have with me today my friend Isaac. Say hi, Isaac. Hey, how you guys doing? Isaac is our resident uh, Final Fantasy expert, and so this episode we're going to be starting off talking about Final Fantasy. A little background for those of you who don't know us. Um, I'm Treebone, a.k.a. Alex. I run Bone Robot Games. Uh, I felt like, you know, we've done podcasting in the past. We're going to get a better medium for games. People don't have the sort of intel we have. We're insiders. That's true. We're (laughs) um, basically just lifelong gamers and lifelong friends. So um, let's just get started. I think uh, Final Fantasy 16 was just announced, correct? Yeah, a few months ago it was announced. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I don't know how much you know about it. I know the director is Hiroshi Takai. He also worked on the Saga series and The Last Remnant. And the producer is someone I'm a huge fan of, the Yoshida Naoki. He is also known as Yoshi P because he worked on Final Fantasy XIV. And he revived that game from the ashes and made a whole new game. And I play it all the time. I think it's fantastic. It's the best MMO on the market for me. So putting him as the producer for 16, I think, is a huge step uh, in the right direction for Square Enix after they've fucked up every game that they've ever made, basically, in the last, like, <laughs> 10 years. I, um, I haven't, I'm not really super excited. So hearing you say this, I'm kind of excited about it because uh, I trust you. I haven't played, I didn't, I actually played 14 when it was bad. Oh. I, I was in the beta for the original and I seriously got like ten hours in, and I was like, "This sucks so bad." And I never, it did suck. And I never it came. Did and I never it came sucked back so much that that game no longer exists. Yeah, it was a. It was so horrible, and there was no. It was devoid of fun. I like. I remember being excited. I dude. I'm like a lifelong <laughs> Final Fantasy fan. I got in. I'm in the beta, and I was like, "Oh, I don't even want to tell people anymore. I'm embarrassed." <laughs> don't come. Don't. I'm, I was actually kidding. I didn't get in the beta. That was bad. <laughs> but then they kickstarted it. Yoshi P, I guess. I didn't know this. You know this. Yeah, they fired the the producer and the director of Final Fantasy XIV, replaced both of them with Yoshi P. He is both the director and the producer of Final Fantasy XIV. And Ooh, they man. worked on the old game to try to, for the people that did pay for it, they were like, well, we owe them improvements to this game. So they worked on it. And at the same time, they started developing a brand new game. And after uh, a couple of years, I think, they shut down the old one, deleted it from the internet, and was like, all right, this is the new one. And they put all the people that had continued to play the old one at, in the final in the credits for the new one. And they were listed as Warriors of Light, which I think is pretty cool. That's very cool. <clears throat> but yeah, they fucked up that game. They fucked up Final Fantasy XV in a lot of ways. Uh, they I, fucked up Kingdom Hearts 3. Square Enix is having a bad run of it the last yeah, decade or so. I, I haven't been a fan really a Final Fantasy since 13. I wasn't a fan of 13. I honestly, my with my fervor, like towards my general love of the Final Fantasy series, I I must have tried playing 13 like f- 10 times, I'd swear. And I, I love Final Fantasy 13. I, I could it's my not favorite get one. Into it. I could not get into it, man. <laughs> I, I just couldn't get, I couldn't get there. It's rough. The, I've, I've actually just started playing it again over the last few days and, uh, People on the internet are crazy. Since they're on PC, they have mods and stuff for Mm -hmm. it. So there's like graphical updates, so it looks good now. And uh, it's still like, seriously, I was like two hours of the beginning of the game. You're just like, can I cast a spell? Am I gonna get? (laughs) Can am I gonna get to cast a spell? Because it's attack. 
They're like, look at your skill tree. And I'm like, these are just a bunch of crystals that are touching or whatever. I had, honestly, it was very strange. And it was like, so for me, I'm a very like, I take a modern approach to my games. I like just want gameplay, right? If the story is good, it facilitates me getting from one point to the next. But there is like points in the beginning of that game where I'm like, I'm still watching cutscenes. <laughs> I'm. St- this is like a movie, and I was. Yeah. I was flustered, and so I. The that, beginning of thirteen is a problem because it's it's legit two hours before you can do anything besides attack. Yeah. It's incredibly boring. The very first time I played it, I remember saying that out loud. I was like, Can I cast a spell? <laughs> Can so, I get a fire spell or something? That was my entire problem with with that. I mean, maybe I'll give it a try again. I, I'm I'm one of those. I'll keep I keep going back and giving games. Sec- I, I I have fond memories of me disliking it, and I'll be like, maybe I was wrong. I'll give it another another shot. I do the same thing with Skyrim. I reinstall that game every six months, and I go, this game <laughs> fucking sucks. And I turn it off. But so I, I that thirteen sort of I I started veering away from Final Fantasy and then I would go into the beta for fourteen and then I was like yeah I'm I'm out of this and then they revived yeah it was it was a tragedy they very nearly killed the entire franchise by releasing fourteen that way it yeah. was extremely close and then fifteen I also don't have a lot of experience with I had the same way with that one I played the they they make you do a tutorial in the beginning where you can throw your sword or something that's literally about as far as I got and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm not. I think I might be. Final Fantasy might be trending away from me. What I want from it. Yeah, they've made a lot of changes. Yeah. Uh, especially with. Like it used to be turn based, and now it's more and more real time. Final Fantasy 15 is entirely real time. Yeah. Where 13 was trying to like blend halfway through. 13 and 12 were kind of trying to blend halfway through, real time and turn based a little bit. And they were always trying edge in that direction toward real time with the ATB, which was like turn-based, but not. Yeah. I, you know, I like what they're doing. That's why I don't knock it. It's just not for me anymore. I've sort of can't, it's not my realm. I, when I first start created the bone robot games website, I actually, one of my first games that I, um, reviewed for it was final fantasy nine. I have like a thing where I go back and play games that I, that I had played before and see if I still have the same opinion of them. And I honestly have a better opinion of nine now after replaying it, like within the last year, let me double check when yeah, I, I, re- I replayed nine in the last year as well. Again, April. there's a great mod. I think it's called the Moguri mod that upgrades all the graphics for that on PC. I played it April of last year. They, it, it was released on Xbox. So I got it on my one X and I went through it again. And honestly, I was blown away. Uh, I talked about this in my review of that. Like I, I was such a diehard fan when when seven eight and nine came out that I I played through them so many times. Like I remember I remember being Final Fantasy seven like twenty times when in the first year it came out. I would just beat it and then beat it and beat it, and I liked them so much that I would I would memorize and I had such a like a intricate um like I, I knew them so like front to back that I would I would play through. And then I had my VCR connected to my TV, and when I knew a cutscene was coming, I would start recording. And I used to have a VHS oh, wow. tape of all of the cutscenes back to back from seven, eight, and nine. Wow, that's cool as hell. Yeah, I was like, because I knew I would like, I'd be like, oh shit, because like I wouldn't, I knew like the game so well that I'd be like, oh, cutscenes coming up, and I would press record on my VCR, and I would record the whole, the whole upcoming cutscene. It was awesome for eight because eight looked like so much better than seven when it first came out, like the graphics. Yeah. And, you know, there's that beginning opening cutscene where Squall gets his, like, head cut open. 
Yeah. Um, but I went. I I did that for nine. So that's like the sort of fondness I had for the games, and I and I still have it. I just played nine a year ago, and I and I thought it was great. Like I remember crying again. I think near the end of it, like it's a good. Like they have a good story. Nine yeah. is like a lot more grounded than you think because it gets a little crazy at the end. You know, every where... Final Fantasy gets crazy at the end. <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the Final Fantasy way. I mean, it goes off the rails at the end. You 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 know. Yeah, Zidane's like the angel. They all, of death, they all do. Except fifteen doesn't get that crazy, but most of the Final Fantasies, you get toward the last third of the game, and they do a big dump of exposition on you, explaining what's actually going on. And what's actually going on is that Square Enix hates God, and your job is to kill God. Yeah, usually it's it's very God tier, and they're like this this boss is the is the embodiment of life itself. Then it's like time to die. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, uh, Sephiroth become basically God, Kefka became basically God, and then if you keep going, in Final Fantasy uh, 13 and the third one, Lightning Returns, you literally kill God. They refer to him as God. That's so And then cool. you go and fight him at the end. Oh, yeah, so I mean, a couple of Final Fantasies also get sequels here. Like, 13's pretty rare in that it got two. But Final yeah. Fantasy 10 got a sequel as well. Did you play 10 too? I tried to, and I could not. I, I just finished 10. I uh, had the ten ten two collection or whatever, and I was like, uh, I'll, very I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I beat ten finally. It took me ten was like the most recent one that I've beaten. Yeah, I and, love ten. Uh, I finally went back and I was like, all right, I'll beat it, and I beat it, and then I played ten two for probably ten minutes. Yeah, it's very like, strange. You know, the, my, the character I hated the most was Titus, and he's not even in the game. And I still hate all these characters so much. They make uh, see the thing that uh, they do such weird things in these because the sequel there's like a character that looks identical to Yuna and identical to Titus, but they're from like a thousand years ago or something. And That's there's weird. they show a cutscene of them. Uh, I can't remember what their names are, but they're like dancing in a meadow, and they must show that cutscene fifty times. Jesus. And they they also do a really obnoxious thing where there is uh, I'm gonna this is a spoiler alert for ten two if people are wanting to play it I hope are you, do you mind go ahead there is like a percentage completion meter and you can like do new game plus like fifty times and there's like just special stuff like because like if you go to Kilika and then you talk to this guy and this guy and this guy in this order you unlock it but you can't do that and the other one you have to play through it like multiple times so when you get and you have to beat this like endless dungeon thing so you get a hundred percent. And it shows you a final cutscene where, like, Titus comes back and they are reunited. And it kind of doesn't make any sense because he was a dream and the whole idea of Tam is that he can't exist there because he was, yeah. you know what I mean? If they kill Sin, they kill him because he's a dream by the the faith that are keeping him alive. Well, he just comes back at the end of it. And she's It's basically, it's like a power of love. I really wanted you to be here and so you are. Maybe you aren't a dream. They, they sort of delve into, like, the what's real and what's not thing, but in a much less poignant way than than 10 actually did um i played through it all the way because when i was a kid i would play through every game no matter if it was good or bad but i yeah i can't touch it now yeah i couldn't make it past i, I think i have a save file like on the ship as soon as you still like the first save file you can get and that's when i stopped playing yeah it's weird they have like the weird classes and they all use guns now yeah and i hated the fucking music all the sequels have shit music 10 2 had Shit music. Yeah. Thirteen two had shit music. Well, they really Not just go. Oh, this one's been super, like way more pop. You know, ten was like, amazingly popular when it came out. I think it's like it's like the third or fourth. 
highest selling like PlayStation two game of all time or something crazy like that. It might be top five. You know what is crazy about that? I'm pretty sure it's top five. And I think that like the other three are like all GTA. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty great. I'm going to look it up quick after this, but, um, they go, you know, this was a banger. 10 was a hit. Let's just do the same game with the same characters. People love it. And then they don't because it's like way different than what they had. You can't just do that. Can't play on repeat. Uh, yeah. Did you ever Did you ever play 11? I played 11 for a little bit, yeah. So did I. I remember when it first came out, it was like the early days of, of online console gaming. And so you would have like, there was like an adapter I had to get for my for my PlayStation. Oh, here. Let me, yeah, it was let me... on PS2, an online MMO that was on PS2. It was actually really fun. I remember um, my friend Mark. Uh, we were at Grant's house, and uh, my friend Mark. So we didn't. We obviously we were kids. We couldn't play for like, we couldn't pay for a subscription. And he like got his mom's credit card or something, and got and was and bought us a month of an online subscription. And we would like take turns playing a character on our PlayStation. That's pretty house. cool. Yeah, so that was like my first introduction to an MMO because uh, I wasn't a huge computer gamer at the time. Yeah, I played that. I only played it for a little bit, and uh, I realized that in order to level up, you like quests like don't give experience or something like that. So you really just have to fight enemies over and over and over and over again to level up. Yeah, I didn't understand how MMOs work. So it it was weird that they branded it Final Fantasy because I had no fucking clue what was going on. Going from like being able to go through at my leisurely pace and beat monsters and active time battles to like having to join up with people online. I was flabbergasted. Yeah. They have some, I've heard some crazy stories about the super bosses in 11. There's one called absolute virtue. He took years to be beaten. And there was one point where people had used like some kind of exploit to beat him. And they, they patched that out. They have, so cool. they have like some kind of specific strategy you were supposed to use to beat this monster, but nobody could do it for years. And they have a habit of doing this. There was another boss battle called Kirin that took two hours to beat. There's one called Pandemonium Warrior. There was a group that fought it for 18 hours. There's like 48 players. And they fought it for 18 hours and could not defeat it. And they just had to go. And they bought a bunch of bad press from this because uh, all these gamers were staying up for 18 hours straight playing this video game. And they still couldn't even beat it. And they're like, this is unhealthy. You can't be making players do this. I actually think that's cool because every other, like now all the MMOs, ever since World of Warcraft, people are such, like so skilled at it and such like good MMO rating style experts that the thing is now when they release new content, they're like, who's going to be the first to beat it? And then it's like this, this clan beat it in uh, 26 hours. They 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 all power level together and then figure out how to beat the boss with relentless pounding their head against the wall to beat it. I would love to have a boss that comes out and they're like, yeah, we can't. No one has beaten it yet, right? That'd be cool. Yeah, it's wild. Fourteen still has like super bosses coming out. I think eleven it like ended development, but then it like didn't at the same time. I remember reading that they they finally ceased development on it, but then they're still coming out with stuff, so I have no idea what's going on. But fourteen will still have uh, they have a raid tier called Ultimate. And it's like multiple boss fights in a row. Sometimes I watch videos because I'm not good enough at 14. I have like multiple level 80 characters in 14. It's the highest level. But you can't, I can't fucking play these ultimate raids or even the savages. They're very difficult and you need a very coordinated team yeah. to do it. Uh, one of the most recent ones is actually insane. There's like squares that you have to stand on. And if you stand on it for too long, it collapses and you die. Like a, like a Super Mario block that falls, but you die instantly. And then the fight's basically over because they can't even revive you because you fell off the level. Oh, nice. 
but they also, if two people stand on the same block, it falls instantly. And so you have to, like, the way that you move your character has to be very specific. Like, your whole team has to be moving in unison. And at the same time, you're you're doing all kinds of different mechanics, like dodging AoEs and stuff. It's very crazy. That sounds like a blast, honestly, if you can get to that point and you have a nice crew yeah, to run it with. if you can get a bunch of people together. This is, on, like, on a similar vein, I'll just touch on it briefly. The, this is the reason why I stopped playing Destiny and Destiny 2, because they don't have, like, I- any internal matchmaking and once you get to the highest levels you have to do raids to get higher and you don't there's no matchmaking for raids i have to like and destiny one didn't have like the in-game clan feature that destiny two has so i would have to like go online find a clan get permission join find other people to go on the only i did one raid in destiny one and i was i'm 31 and this was a couple years ago so i was probably like 28 29 or whatever and they were all uh 12 year olds and I was like, I yeah. I was like, this is crazy. And they just blew through it. And I was like, thanks, I guess. This makes no sense. This doesn't, doesn't even feel like playing a game. But that's obviously a completely different thing. But uh, MMOs can be a problem like that where people blow through stuff. Uh, in Final Fantasy XIV, the the level fifty like dungeon, it's supposed to be like the the culmination of the whole story because level fifty was originally the level cap when it first came out. But the dungeon is so like there's it's filled with cutscenes for some reason. It's just like there's a lot of remnants of bad design in 14 still that they've learned what's better. So there's a bunch of cutscenes in the middle of this dungeon. So when I first started playing it, I got to that dungeon. It's supposed to be the end of the game. I watched all the cutscenes. The rest of my team was skipping past the cutscenes and sprinting through the level <laughs> at full speed. I didn't fight a single enemy. By the time I was done watching the cutscenes, the dungeon was over. Yeah, that's really fun. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to play video games. I like to say, let's let's let the strongest people kill everything. I'll casually walk through. I'll watch this movie while you guys I love fight the monsters. Watching movies and walking around, baby. That's why I game. It's actually worse now. They changed it because so many people would skip through, and people would not queue up for that dungeon because of the long cutscenes. Now it's the cutscenes are now unskippable. They've recently made it, and uh, that way everyone stays at the same pace. But people still sprint. They will skip whole waves of enemies by just like going to the the little thing you interact with to skip to the next area, and people will just skip through. So it's like, yeah, you can't skip the cutscenes, but this dungeon is still not what you want it to be. So just let me skip the cutscenes. Now I just waste my time. Yeah. And now all the people that are actually level 50, they want to play this dungeon because they have to, yeah. to advance the story, and no one's queuing up for it because it sucks and it's tons of cutscenes. Yeah, that's, I don't really know how to... I, I always feel like sometimes developers are out of touch with stuff like that, where it's like the, the gamers want... A very specific thing, and then they, they the developers want you to play it a very specific way. And sometimes those ideas clash, and it's not for the best. Yeah, it's rough with MMOs too because content becomes outdated. Yeah, no one plays it anymore. I still have not fought Bahamut in Final Fantasy fourteen. It's like supposed. It's, it's like the most significant raid in the story or whatever the <laughs> fuck. But I haven't gone to play it. I queue up for it. Like every time I play, I would queue up for a first thing, and then they would never pop because no one else was queuing up for it. Yeah. That's unfortunate. So you just don't get to play that content. Let me let me roll back real quick and, and touch down on this. The the top five um, best selling PS2 games of all time. GTA San Andreas, Gran Turismo three, Gran Turismo four, GTA Vice City, and Final Fantasy ten. <laughs> wow, what a list. So so twelve is actually at eight and at ten two is at eleven. It sold a lot. I did not realize how well it sold. Yeah, but yeah, five, I mean, five point four million copies in two thousand three, Final Fantasy ten two. That's pretty outrageous. Um, 
GTA's. So, of all the Final Fantasies, which ones have you played? Have you played all of them? I have not played 14. And I guess that's it, really. I guess... Um, I, I mean, I, I guess it counts as playing 13, 15. 13, I have a couple hours in. Like I said, 15, I probably have an hour in. I didn't get very far. So that doesn't really count. I, I don't, I'm not really a voice on the on that one. I don't have enough expertise. So I've I've uh, beaten every Final Fantasy except for 11 and 10-2. Well, 11 is, has an asterisk. And yeah. you could beat 10-2 eventually. That's a that's quite a there's not I don't think as many people that fit into that that elite that elite, elite group that you fit into with that every Final Fantasy under your belt. I have no Yeah, some of them I barely remember. Like I barely remember 5. 5 is cool. 5 is 5 is um I actually get 5 and 4 confused all the time. 5 is has the has Cecil? Is that 5? No, that's 4. Oh Christ. Yeah, 5 sucks. 5 has Bart's. Oh, I I like 5 actually. Bart, it's the one The job that, system was really cool. Five has the one with the the meteorite thing that comes yeah, down. I think so. What's her name? Lena or I whatever. Barely remember and she five. like she like dra- she, there's a girl living in a castle and she like flies a dragon and there's the crystals. I think that one's pretty good. I played them all the time when I was a kid. I played them nonstop. You know, what yeah, I think uh, Final Fantasy Five was actually. I have some notes here. Uh, it had a, an anime as a sequel. Oh, it was the really? first Final Fantasy to have any type of sequel. Wait, was that? And, uh, how do you I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, is that Japanese only or something? I've never heard about this before. Uh, I, fr- I don't know what it's called. I did not write that part we'll down. Have to look but I, I just found this out on the Wikipedia page for Final Fantasy V, so you can find it out there. Also, the, the Wikipedia page had this great thing I wrote down where this guy, Sam Yu, of some anime review website, called it, quote, a cruel mockery of all Final Fantasy stands for, unquote, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> wow, that is great. Like, this guy really knows how he feels. They have a lot of re-releases. I guess let's touch on this quick. Um, oh, do you, want, do you want to talk about 12? Oh, we can talk 12? about 12. I wasn't a big fan. I beat it when it came out, and I've never touched it since. Uh, I beat it. I didn't think it was great. It felt kind of... Like, fighting felt like, like... Like, the game doesn't want you to have to do anything to yeah. fight stuff. Also, there was like the weird limit break gauge thingy that they had, where you could like oh, yeah, slam X to like do really well. But there was like a weird—I don't remember what it was. It, it was a weird concept. I honestly can't remember anything about that game. I don't even want to talk about twelve. Uh, they had—I could tell you some bad things about twelve. They had fucking randomized chests, so like treasure chests would be randomized. So there'd be a treasure chest in a dungeon, and it would have a set pool of items that could be in it, and it was random which one you got, and. Just so you know, the ultimate weapons for each character were in those chests. Very cool. So you had to go back and, tr- and like respawn the chest 50 times if you wanted the ultimate weapon for the characters. Oh, that's what people love about Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, people love that kind of stuff. You might as well just give them fucking loot boxes for their ultimate exactly. weapon. <laughs> yeah, it had like a really confusing and like awkward like job board system and stuff like that. So they That, that one was unfortunate too because they, I'm pretty sure that it's in the same world as Final Fantasy Tactics or something like that. Evilies yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was the first time that they had a Final Fantasy that was set in the same universe as a different Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure how related they are, but I love Tactics when I grew up. That was a Yeah, Tactics game. is great. That's... Did you play the, the re-release they put on fucking Game Boy Advance or some shit? That's not a re-release. There is a Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah, I didn't like that one. No, it's bad. 
the original tactics is really good. It's like a cool story too. It's like about uh, the thing I like about tactics is it's just like a war story. It's about how like yeah. like you know it's like oppression, government oppression, and like cyclical violence and stuff like that. And it's like a really interesting take. And then there's like yeah, there's like political intrigue and mm-hmm. stuff. And they talk about religion and stuff like that a lot, and like bloodlines. And you know, there's like people doing like war crimes and stuff. Yeah, and at the end you have to fight God. Yeah, and then at the end you go into a magic ship and fight God or something. Yeah, but, so that's Final Fantasy. When I was a kid, I remember um, another weird thing I would do was just like you know, I was on PlayStation. I would just put on like a an album in the background and just like like rip on the game for hours with the same album on repeat, like the entire album, and just like level up and stuff like that. And so like a couple a couple of games when I like think about it, I just think about these songs. Or like when I hear the song, I'll think of parts of the music. And I'm pretty sure if I if I look it up when the when the dates overlap. I'm pretty sure that the album that I used for tactics was Steal This Album by System of System Down. System of Down. Yeah. Uh, let me see these dates. Let me see if I'm right or wrong about that. Cause swear that's that's pretty funny. 2002 was Steal This Album. Let's see if Final Fantasy Tactics came out. So, like, I if, like, sometimes, like, a song, there is, like, a song that'll come on, you know, and I'll hear it and I'll think of, like, Diablo, because I used to play it all the time. Or, like, there's one that's, like, like Beck's album Sea Change. I used to listen to that all the time when I was playing Bomberman when I was younger. <laughs> so, now, well, Tactics came out in 1997, so that's definitely possible that that was the thing. But there there used to be that obvious glitch in Tactics where you could you could get infinite job points and, like, everyone used to beat the game that way because it was incredibly hard. And I did have one file where I beat the game legitimately because I, I wanted to have one that could prove that I didn't cheat on and, and beat it the right way. And it was insanely hard. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember uh, doing that in more recent times, but I could be making that up. I may have not done that. Beating it? Regularly? Yeah, beating it like without using the, the glitch. Yeah. I probably still like put my characters in like a circle to fight each oh, other. Oh, to so farm? I yeah, points, to but... farm. Yeah, you have to. It's so difficult. But it's like it's a super fun game. I like trying and go back to like tactical games a lot. There's nothing really in that genre. Something this is always interesting to me too. There's like games that like how come there's no like uh, like Zelda knockoffs. There's no like Final Fantasy Tactics knockoffs with like the topography and like the way the battles work and the job system. There's not like someone's all like oh this was a great game. Let's make the exact same game but with different with our own IP. People don't do that. I would love to play a tactics style game that's like identical to it, but. Yeah, people. it's uh, they have some tactics games that are in the same genre, but no, I feel like no one really did it the same way as no. Final Fantasy Tactics. No, exactly. It was like it was a very cool way they did it. <clears throat> so I think oh, we covered a lot of the Final Fantasies. What's sixteen coming out for? It is a PS Five timed exclusive. I think it's got to be on PS5 only for about a year. Oh. They're Which ca- is they- similar to what they did with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Oh, the Remake is going to be coming to all platforms? Eventually, yeah. I believe they said that. I guess we can talk about Remake. Have you played it? I played a bit of it, and I watched my roommate beat it. How'd you feel? I liked it. Um, I feel like I'm one of those people where I'm like, well, this is what they they wanted to do so i'll just like accept their vision like a lot of people don't like final fantasy 15 but i'm a huge fan of it because yeah. i play it kind of the way they want you to yeah and uh the same with 14 and final fantasy 14 yoshi p has said the best way to play it is uh not to be subscribed all the time but uh because it's still subscription based but you subscribe 
play for a little bit, catch up to wherever you want to be at, and then take a break. And then when the new content comes out, maybe you buy a subscription again. And when the new expansion comes out, you know, everybody will buy that and then play it together. So I try to play it that way. And some of the things are less play it the way you want in remake, and they're more, um, this is what we're doing with the story, and if you disagree, go fuck yourself, where it's just <laughs> like, I don't know if you had it spoiled for you, because I yeah. know you didn't beat it. We talked about it a little bit, actually. I, I had the whole thing revealed to me, because I am diehard original. Yeah, uh, it was a questionable decision yeah. to put the fucking stupid, like... When they announced it, I'm like, if it's the end of Midgar, I'm like, they're definitely you're gonna fight Sephiroth at the end of the game because yeah. there's no other way they can end the How, game. It, it, Midgar's not even the end of alone. the first disc in in the real one in, in the original. Yeah. The end of the first disc is like when you get to the when you when when Sephiroth kills Eris or whatever, like or near there, I think. And yeah. there's like a big Genova fight when you're down in the. Well, I don't even know where you are. I can't remember in the beginning where that, but you're like in some area, some weird seashell looking area. And yeah, like, so I knew they were going to have to to shoehorn Sephiroth into the end of Midgar. Yeah. Because what to. else can you do? You miss so much. When they leave Midgar, they get on a boat at Junon. They go over to Costa del Sol. You go to, um, oh my God, Gold Saucer. That's still on disc one. You yeah. Do, you do all that. You go to Gold Saucer, and then and then after that, Sephiroth shows up at Gold Saucer, and he like again, and you guys bail. You go out, you leave there, you go on the train. There's like so much stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna cut off at Midgar." It's like the first five hours of the original game. Yeah, I actually played Final Fantasy VII uh, within the last two years, probably again. I played like a mod though, like a difficulty mod. Yeah, and um, I think I got out of out of Midgar uh, doing like. With doing a ton of extra stuff, it took me probably eight or ten hours to get out of Midgar. Yeah, and this. Yeah, but that was with doing tons of stuff with a difficulty mod. Yeah. That, so it's like the real. If you were playing Final Fantasy VII for the third or fourth time and you were playing it, it would legit take you two hours to get out of Midgar. Yeah, it's it's like a, for me, it's like hard not to see it as like a cash grab or something. I don't know what's up, but it's like. I love Final Fantasy VII, and to see it like changed is like yeah, I knew some things were gonna change, but I threw my hands up right away. I said this is not for me. I'm gonna hate it. I know I'm gonna. I'm probably never gonna play it just because I already have a Final Fantasy VII that I love. Yeah, there's no reason for me to play a remake. The combat in remake is very very good. It is fantastic. I, I, I mean, I've never played it, so I, I, from viewing it. Uh, I had problems with it from, I only saw like trailers and stuff like that. So I have no firsthand experience, but uh, it, it just, again, it wasn't for me. I could go. Yeah, back I mean, it's, play, it's not uh, Final Fantasy seven. No, the original. So, yeah, exactly. And I love that so much. I love the dial. I wouldn't change a thing about the original. So when, when they say remake for me, I'm thinking like uh remaster style, make it look better. I honestly didn't even want that. I think a lot of these old games that are like the mass effect trilogy remasters coming out. Did you see pictures of that? I did not. It looks bad to me it looks bad uh, like the graphics are obviously incredible there's huge graphical enhancements but the stylistic choices is where they always get me there's like a picture of someone i don't remember sovereign being in the first mass effect i know i'm getting off topic here but there's like a picture of someone like approaching sovereign and he's got like lightning on him and the whole sky is red behind him and in the new picture you can barely see him because there's a giant sun that's doing like a huge fucking lens flare in the middle of the screen (laughs) 
And I was like, what is the point? There's no, you can't even see the, the Reaper. And then there's like a, a picture of the Mako or whatever, like driving down a thing. And the old one is like gritty and the sky is gray and you're like on a weird broken down bridge. And the, and the new one looks like Gears of War. And I was like, this is just like not the art direction that I like. You know, the first one was like very like Star Trek-y sort of sci-fi with weird ambient music and like stupid laser beam guns and shit. And they're like, you know, the, the update, I, I don't think these games need updated like that. There's really nothing, you know, they, a lot of them hold up well. I went back and played the whole Mass Effect trilogy not too long ago. So for me, seven holds up well. I don't need the remake. I'm sure people love it. A lot of people are saying it's a wonderful game. Um, but that the whole idea behind that with, with Mass Effect that, oh, I mean the new God of War as well. Have you played that? We'll touch on this. I haven't before. played that. So like, I mean, you and I are huge God of War fans. Um, yeah. I played all of them. I bought a PlayStation three bought God of War, beat it, and then returned them both. I've never owned a PlayStation <laughs> for any other, I swear to God. I've never, that's how much I love God of War. I've never owned a PlayStation for any other game or any other, like, I've, not since a PS2. I never had a PS3 or PS4. I bought a PS3 to play God of War. And I don't like the way the new one looked. I, just never, I was like, it's a style fighter. And they made it into, a, I don't know, Uncharted. Yeah, it was a style fighter. Now it's something else. Now it's, like, it's, it's a whole it's, different yeah. genre. It's... It's it, like the way it changed. It's like almost like, why don't you just make a new IP? Yeah, that's what like, I always think. I'm like, it looks like a wonderful game, but I will never play it because I love God of War so much and it's not God of War. Yeah, I don't understand why these companies don't make a new IP. I don't know either. It's like, They're you scared. clearly have a great idea. Make a new IP. Everyone's back on the fucking Super Mario 2 wagon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're thinking. They go, let's just do a Mario 2 thing again. Yeah, they keep doing it. So, yeah, I'm... Final Fantasy... I don't, like... Sephiroth doesn't need to be in the remake this early. I mean, if you go to Midgar, you're gonna... Like, you, they never even see him. You see his yeah, sword. Yeah, you don't even know about him until he until you go to Calm. the Shinra headquarters oh, and yeah. start fucking shit up, and then you see his sword, and Cloud's like, that's Sephiroth still alive. Yeah. And they're like, who the fuck is Sephiroth? What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, they know who Sephiroth is, but yeah, basically, the, that's what the, the player is thinking. Who the fuck is Sephiroth? Yeah. And there's like a giant sword in the guy's chest and he's dead and there's blood trails everywhere. And you're like, well, this is wild. It's like this cool, like mysterious part of the game where you're just like chasing all these dead bodies. And you're like, wow, Sephiroth ran wild here. Yeah. And then like he just, another thing they do is like when he shows up, he's just like always floating in the air. And it's like, yeah, that was very, I took me multiple playthroughs of that game to realize that's Genova. It's not even Sephiroth. Yeah, exactly. But, and I mean, it's a, but like, they're, 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 he's like so mystical now. Like Sephiroth is just he like a teleports and cutscenes yes. and shit. It's, it's weird. Yeah. But it gives this great air of mystery to him because you don't know what the fuck's going on. You barely know who he is. All you know about him is that he's strong. Yeah. And you're just like, what's going on? And then you don't really see him until like in like the actual body of Sephiroth. It's just a projection of Genova up until you go to the North Crater. Yeah, and you see his his body entombed. And then the weapons wake up and he falls deep into the crater. And then you don't fight him again till the final boss. Yeah. You literally do not see Sephiroth the whole game. He's the last person you see. And again, those are, you fight all like the monster forms, which are other Genovas un, like, and, and like clone amalgams until you get to the very end one-on-one -on -one with Sephiroth. And it's like, you know, now it's just, he's just everywhere. I mean, for me, I've been—I was inundated with it. Sephiroth was there, and then Advent Children came out. Guess who the big bad is? Sephiroth. 
And then Remake came yeah. out, and they go, well, he's only Midgar, but guess what? Sephiroth is also here. And then Super Smash Bros., guess what? Sephiroth is in it. It's like, yeah, I'm sick of this guy now. He used to be so <laughs> cool. Absolutely. <laughs> they do these cutscenes. They kind of shoehorn it in. Uh, something about Square Enix and all these, like, extra... They, like, they can't... They never seem to be able to have a game that can just stand alone. Yeah. No matter how good it is. If it's Final Fantasy VII, like, some people call it the best game ever, and they still need to have a fucking movie... And three extra games around it. And yeah. then to remake the whole thing. It's like, oh, calm down. You made a good game. Just that, let it stand. Exactly. I feel like it loses merit, too. When, like, I played Crisis Core or whatever, and they're like, here's some guy that you've never heard of that was also somehow around during the entire events of Final Fantasy VII and right before it. And his name's Genesis or whatever. And he looks like a Kingdom Hearts character. And he's also yeah. an angel with a wing. Yeah, he a almost destroyed sword. the world, also. <laughs> you just never, we never heard, heard about it. <laughs> And that like and so I'm like this kind of like takes away from like backstory is cool, but they're but they also it's the problem with every like major production now is like they it can never just be like a self-contained story where it's like yeah it's this is just about the people or it's like a small fight it's also like yes this was also a world-ending event that we stopped that we helped stop you know it's like we had to they had to build Zach up they're like yeah he he saved the world too before this it's like he could have just been a man you know it was actually cooler when he was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was... Final Fantasy Fifteen also has an entire movie, but it's a prequel movie. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, Fifteen is a whole shit show because it was in development for about, like, 8,000 years, I think. And uh, it was supposed to be Final Fantasy versus Thirteen, and then it just kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. And it has a lot of problems. I love that game. I've been playing... I have, like, two files on it. One of them's 100 hours. Another one, I... I'm still not done playing. Has like 60 on it. Wow. But, uh, dude, the fucking screens, like the map screen, there's there's two different map screens for some reason. One of them when you're in the car, one of them when you're not. The whole system with the maps and like displaying your quests and getting your your shit to go where it wants, the map just doesn't work right. It's just dumb how they made it. Yeah. And you could tell as you play the game, oh, they kind of had one guy make this and then another guy make this. And they weren't allowed to speak. So it's it's very. They weren't allowed very, to talk uh, to each bad. other about their maps. Yeah, that. See, I don't. I mean, stuff like that. I can still even like let aside if the if the core gameplay loop for me is like fun. The core, yeah. The core idea. Um, and again, like I'm not really knocking any of these games. I know a lot of people like them. I just I just always wish that they that they could have taken like a firm stance and stuff and had like a stronger direction to a lot of them. Because I still have all these fond memories of old Final Fantasies. I wonder why I can go back and play ten or why I still like quote that to my friends i mean i'll still say to chris who you know your old roommate that we played together like we used to play it all the time like well i'll still say save some for kamari because i used to remember watching him try and beat seymour in 10 and getting owned and it would make you watch the cutscene beforehand every time <laughs> and kamari runs up and he goes save some for kamari and we would just like say it to each other constantly because we had to listen to it a hundred times that day yeah and we have all these little moments from our, from these old Final Fantasies that like... Oh, and let me say, though, I did go back and play 8 recently, and it is kind of a pile of shit. Yeah, 8 is very strange. It's all over the place. So, so like, when you understand 8 from, like, a technical standpoint, you know that they have the scaled levels, so you should never level up because you're better off junctioning. You get such a better boost. So when you do that, you just skip all the battles and fight only the bosses or the required battles... And there, you realize that there are no, there's no fighting in this game. You can go through the majority of disc three just listening to conversations and walking yeah. around. 
it's very strange when you when you when you break it down like you really only have to fight a handful of fights in that game and you don't gain experience from bosses so you stay low level you can i mean i would play cards in the beginning turn the cards into high level magics and then steamroll the rest of the game at like level 10 yeah actually i watched the the speed run of final fantasy 8 somewhat recently and that's exactly what they do they yeah. get some kind of magic, I forget which one, out out of a card, and they junction it to their fucking strengths, and then they do a million damage, and they they do so much damage that there's nothing in the game that has more health than they do damage, and they're like level eight. Yeah, because it scales. It's like you're at level eight that the bosses do less damage, have less health, and you can like proportionally, you know, your stats are way above theirs because you're your high boosts because of the junctions. It's sort of an interesting system, but when you, when you do it that way, like you, there's just large portions of the game where you just walk from place to place, watch them talk to each other, fight no one, and then go to the next scene and do the same thing over and over until you actually do get in a fight. And then when you do, yeah, you the enemy them. scaling with the, the player's level is, ne- uh, I've never seen it done well. No, it, it's always like, just, just let areas have monsters that are too difficult for you. Because I think that's also a fun challenge for players. I've gone to areas like that before and beaten monsters way above my skill level or, like, my actual level from, like, you know, intense training or working on a cool system to, to do it. But when they all scale with you, it's like, what's the point? There's no urgency. There's no reason to fight because the monster's just going to be stronger later. It's, it's a very weird concept to me, scaling. Yeah. It's, like, lazy. Definitely a mistake, in yeah. my opinion. But the music in 8 carries the whole game. It really does, dude. I still listen to the music from 8. It's wonderful. The music gets you through the game. It absolutely does. It's so good. Um, I also have a funny story about 8. The first time I played it, again, as a kid, when I'm, I don't know, 10 years old or something, I I go, hey, let me get every character to level 100. Because it was, they also had a weird system. Every every level up in 8 is 1,000 experience points. And you could find enemies later on the islands of heaven and hell that give you like two or three thousand per battle. So I get everyone. I get every player you can control to level one hundred. And I go, let me clear out the whole game. And I go to Ultimeshio's castle and I go to fight Omega Weapon. And the very first thing he does in the fight is cast level five death and <laughs> it kills me instantly. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm too stupid as a kid to understand how statuses work because I'm only 10 when I'm playing this game. Um, that game I, was very difficult to understand for a fucking 10-year-old. Yeah. I remember I, had to, I could not get past Cerberus. I had to buy the strategy guide. Yeah, Cerberus is also a uh, battle you don't have to fight. You could run past him. Yeah, I had no idea what was going That's on. so cool. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I remember I have so many cool memories about playing that game when I was a kid, dude. This is like my entire childhood. I remember eating a fucking Cosmic Brownie Fighting Ultimeshia at the end of disc three. You draw Alexander from her in that fight. Oh, that's a weird thing, too. You, like, steal summons from the bosses. Yeah, that was interesting. It was a very strange thing. I mean, that was cool how they tied it into the story. Yeah. And, like, maybe people lose their memories, which is very cool. Because you can't junction. Yeah, it was also kind of unbelievable and corny, though, where you all just show up and you're like, hey, didn't we all grow up together? (laughs) Oh, oops, we forgot. Oh, we're known... all orphans from the same orphanage. The person, the, the witch we just shot at, is actually our mom, <laughs> and this guy that runs our school is our dad. Yeah, and, like how could you forget that? Like, but, the, if you yeah. still remember how to like walk, eat, and breathe, like yeah. it's another thing I feel like you wouldn't forget. It's like, oh yeah. Also, remember our arch nemesis? They're they were there too, and he was our best friend. And it was just like Cipher was also there. Yeah, the whole thing that that is extremely corny. I don't know why they did that, but they do have a lot of 
things. Uh, they, they also do this where Renoa will constantly be like, do we have to fight? I don't want to fight. And then Squall's like, yeah, I thought about this a lot, but you're wrong. We do have to. It's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> they really just straight up say that. They start to dive into it. Maybe there's a way around fighting. And he goes, no, we just have to stick together and fight. And you're like, cool. I'll do that. I'll fight. And then he takes a giant sword and shoots them and also has a gun on it. And that was very cool as a kid. Yeah, that was very cool. That was super cool. Well, that's, I mean, the older ones. Oh, six is also incredible, I think. Six, seven, six is eight, amazing. Nine. Six is amazing. Seven, eight, nine. Eight, again, is a touch and go. But the music really holds up. Ten's good. Ten, two, eh. They've got a they've got a big collection. I, I maybe I should try getting back into it. Maybe that's my that's my New Year's resolution. I'm gonna play Final Fantasy 15. It's on Game Pass, which I have. I really like it. Uh, everything is just crazy. You could you fucking teleport when you attack. Yeah, it's very dope. There's a lot of depth to the combat that they don't fucking tell you about though, like a lot. Well, I didn't know way. what the fuck was going on the first Elaborate. time I played it, and then like I slowly would realize, oh, I can get this move to happen if I like delay a button press or whatever the fuck. And it's just like there's a lot going on, but it is very easy. I've heard people complain about, and I agree because if you have a phoenix down, you can't lose. Like you cannot get a game over. Oh, that's cool. I love not getting game over. Yeah, the way it works is you uh, you take damage if your if your HP goes to zero. You get put into danger mode, and then your maximum HP starts decreasing. And uh, you have to wait for one of your dudes to come and help you, and they're all just controlled by the AI. And so you either hope that they heal you, or you open up the, the, the item menu, which pauses everything, and you can stand there as long as you want, and you use a potion, and then you're, you're healed, and you're not in danger anymore. You fight again. <laughs> That's cool. But if, yeah, and if your, health goes, your max health goes to zero, then it's supposed to be game over. And when it happens to your teammates, they just die. But when it happens to Noctis, the main character that you play as, he, like, gets on his knee and the camera zooms in on him. And you have, like, probably 20 seconds before you see game over. And that time is so that you can press the item button to use the Phoenix down to yourself. <laughs> oh, no. That's so great, dude. Oh, man. I'm going to give this a shot. That's my, I'm going to go play this right now. There is a the, the highest level late game dungeon. Oh, post game dungeon has a, a restriction where you can't use items in it. And that it is a little bit difficult in there. That's pretty cool. They do some good stuff with it. Well, I think we've covered a lot of good topics. Final Fantasy was a good one. We're Final Fantasy experts, and we gave you the right yeah. I am definitely a Final Fantasy expert. I've beaten all of them except for ten two. You are you are the premier Final Fantasy expert. So well, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, dude, you you're the man. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I guess that's it. We'll wrap it up. This has been the Bone Robot Games podcast with Tree Bone. Isaac is here. Um, we'll get a topic. We'll get, we'll probably do this weekly and we'll start, I'll yeah. post them, I'll post them up and, uh, you guys can hear video game tips or whatever we're talking about from the, the maximum gaming experts. Absolutely. All right. Uh, bye everyone. And, um, what does cloud say? Let's mosey.